Off the top of my head, WandaVision continues to blow me away. It's a lot of fun. This episode kind of let me down a little bit. Admittedly, I was a little grumpy when I recorded this episode with Don and Marvin and Chase. We had a lot of fun, and they challenged me pretty aggressively on all my gripes. So this was a really fun episode to record. I really want to thank and shout out to Gia O. She's a phenomenal artist who does characters along the lines of, I like to describe it as like an anime pop of Marvel characters. It's pretty cool. She also runs the Marvel Universe, a private Facebook group that has over 438,000 members. She's really great about moderating that. She lets creators share their stuff, and there are a lot of Marvel fans there just sharing content, sharing ideas, chatting with each other. It's a lot of fun. So you should join. If you're a Marvel fan, definitely look up the Marvel Universe private group on Facebook. Wherever you're listening from, please like and subscribe and share this episode. We're really gaining a following, and we're having a lot of fun. We're going to crank out a lot more episodes in the future. This is Off the Top. I was looking forward to this episode since we first saw the Halloween stuff and Wanda appearing kind of in her, her uh, spoof costume uh, since way back when the preview started. I, I mean, I liked it. I enjoyed the show. I love the show, but I, I was kind of let down by this episode. What are your initial reactions to it? Marvin, you just watched it like minutes ago, right? Like you, you're, you're fresh off it. Like your TV just shut off. That's correct. Uh, how you feel about it? <laughs> I loved it. It's a little short, but I really, I mean, I, I, I loved it. Yep. Chase, what do you think? Same. I loved it. Um, I just, I continue to keep, you know, it put, keeps putting me more on the edge of my seat. Yep. Don, what do you think? Yeah, I dug it. Uh, I wasn't too into like the Malcolm in the middle, like nineties, those type sitcoms. So that like was a little off putting to me. Yep. Yeah. But, uh, but overall I enjoyed it. Yeah, I nailed because though that that show I did, you know, I mean, I, I knew right away what it was I'm like, no. And then the whole, you know, talking to the camera, it was it was it was spot on. So this is straight out of the 90s, right? So it's like late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Yep. Interesting. So my first gripe is, um, all right. <laughs> I, I was, uh, trees aside. <laughs> one, yeah. of, one of the things I really liked about it going in, I'm just always kind of uh, on the lookout for that authority figure who's incompetent. Right. Because like that is done just so many times and like, I, you know, uh, who thought I'd throw out a pirates of, of the Caribbean, uh, reference, but I'm gonna, you remember the, um, the Commodore in Pirates of the Caribbean. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. He was the, uh, the, you know, the, the schmuck who the girl didn't like, but was trying to, you know, woo her and be arranged to her and all this stuff. But the thing about it is that character, Norrington was his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember, I, and I still like that movie, but I remember one of the things I appreciated about it most was that he did not fall into that typical role of, okay, he's, she doesn't like him. And he's not cool. And he's also incompetent, like he's just or he's corrupt, you know, 
And that's what the director of sword fell into in this episode up mm-hmm. until now. He's been kind of a dick. He's been kind of pushy, but look, you, sometimes you got to do that when you're managing a lot of different personalities. It's just how it is. <laughs> and um, so whatever, it was fine. Uh, the whole, we talked about it last week uh, about the missile thing, like how he tried to sneak in an attack on her. Um, and I liked how they kind of waited that even my, I felt they were, they were waiting that evenly. They said, they didn't say, Oh, he's overtly abusing his authority or whatever. You know, you had just some that thought that was the right move and some that thought it wasn't, but in this, they just went full on. Like he's just being a baby because they're insulting him. And like, he kicked them all out. And I'm just like, I, I, that was just kind of a need, like a wincing moment for me. Do you think Darcy should have been kicked? Yeah. Okay. She's being, she's being a little, um, obnoxious calling him a coward or somebody whoever called him that but uh but uh yeah like why why would he go from you know zero to 60 on just kicking them all out when they've done they've all done so much it, i get it that maybe they were doing it to make him seem like an asshole but it just again it just for how little we've known that character to me it was just off-putting it's like why is he over why is he reacting like this they they've gotten him as far as he's gotten and he's kind of been you know, appreciative of them, tolerating them at this point. So why, why, why this all of a sudden go for it, Marvin. (laughs) I think there's more to it than that. I don't think he's incompetent. I think he's, I think he's evil. I think they're getting too close to what he's doing. Yep. What you think he's Mephisto now? He's not evil. evil. He's just, he's, he's like Robert. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's got some ulterior motives here, Joe. I saw it more of like that, uh, he was milking them for what he wanted to get out of them. And he kind of feels like, all right, I've gotten as much as I can out of these people and they're being subservient and being, you know, just making me look bad in front of all my troops. So yeah, they can leave now. I don't, I don't need them anymore. Why did he kick out? uh, uh, Who's the FBI guy again? Agent Johnson, agent Wu. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Wu. Wu. Why did he kick him out? What did he do? Because he's, I mean, he's been getting under his skin this whole yeah. time. And he's kind of like associated with all these people that are just irritating him in general. Sure. Well, and he also, I think he knows that he has a, a, a penchant for siding with the superhero side. The superhero people, yep. Yeah. So. so when you say ulterior motive, like, are you saying that, like, I mean, you guys said evil ulterior motives. Do you think this is like, again, he's, he's the director of sword and sword is there to protect us from these super and extraterrestrial threats, right? Which Wanda appears to be. So again, I mean, you guys are saying he he's evil. I mean, what, what's making you think he's, what, what, what are you thinking? He's, he's evil. I mean, I think he caused this. I think he kicked this whole thing off by trying to turn vision into a weapon. Yeah. Well, is that in, is that in uh, well is that uh, she's st- uh, is it clear that she took him took vision out of this guy's uh, I th- I thought it so. was I mean, a, it was a sword yeah. facility yeah it yeah. was footage from footage from sword yeah okay so we're laying that at his doorstep though he works I, at swords I am <laughs> I am too that's well, what he I took runs from it him. yeah and he's the acting uh, he's Nick, the acting director of it Fury he took over for Monica Rambo's mom. Mm-hmm. Like he was named like her, her replacement. Isn't Nick Fury in charge of all this? No, he's that, right. No, he's shield. Isn't he? Yeah. Uh, shield's out. If he's even, if he's even shield anymore, I think he's yeah. a free agent at the moment. Shield doesn't exist currently, but I think he, I think he, I think we don't know that he runs it yet, but I think that that may be the deal, mm-hmm. but they haven't said that yet. Right. Yeah. 
far as we know, it's him. So you think this is the director, the the end all be all head of Sword? Well, I think as that's the way knows. that they've set it up so sure. far. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, that's fine. I uh, I that'll be interesting to see how that plays out. I maybe part of what's making me so bitchy about this whole thing too, is that um, the inundation of the fans that have now flocked into this show and they're coming up with all these wackadoodle theories, right. That are just don't make any sense. Like I saw one and I, I, I might pull some names up here from some of these tweets that I've seen and everything, but um, somebody posted a picture of Baron Zemo next to Thanos and said, I think Baron Zemo was inspired by Thanos because he's got a purple mask on with the lines on it. And I'm just like, uh, and I think I, I posted back. Now, again, that's got nothing to do with WandaVision, but I think that's a direct result of all the, the amateur detectives out there. Like, okay, when Wanda opened the door uh, to let Quicksilver in, she opened it up to a 45-degree angle, not the traditional 47 that people always – that's Mephisto. Like, that, that, that's what they're doing. <laughs> and uh, so, again, part of it is it's just that. It's like this uh, – the series got me on edge – um fans have got me on edge with it a little bit um but again my other gripe with that whole scenario too he kicks the three out and they're being escorted out by a squad of the sword um you know troops a troops elite and they're just like oh wink and then take them all out with some easy quick knockout punches including darcy uh and you know no, she didn't do anything well she and it, just stood there yeah because no one told her the plan <laughs> that's even worse so there's two people knocking out the whole squad and you got somebody standing in the way but uh again it was just it's just too like simple like oh it, it it almost took me back into that lousy star wars movie where with rose and them that this where they took off and did had that side quest and i would have preferred in that everyone. i mean everyone yeah i mean yeah if, if to be nitpicky about it i would have preferred that they had just sent like two MPs would have been plenty to escort them off the base. Right. Right. Like when they send a, yeah, like a minor squad with them. And then the two of them basically take out five or six guys in a tight quarter scenario like that. Yeah. That was, and why do we, my favorite, like, why, why do we even need that? Why didn't he just say, look, guys, go over to your lab or whatever. You're not allowed in the command center. Well, he, he didn't just kick him out of that room. He doesn't have to have him ejected anyway. Just avoid the whole thing. Now they're assaulting, you know, government operatives and stuff. And again, Darcy's looking at jail time. <laughs> He's evil. He's an accomplice to assault. <laughs> uh, all right. I had a, a switch gears a little bit. I had a couple Thanks. questions on, um, uh, Quicksilver. Yep. So I don't know if you guys noticed that in the opening scenes when he's uh, laying on the couch, you know, and the and the Billy and Tommy are talking about if he's a vampire or not. I don't know if you guys noticed, but he's in focus, they're in focus, and then the spacing between them in the scene is out of focus. Mm-hmm. And so I, I mean, I'm like hyper. Where he's on the couch. Sense- yeah, when he's yeah, when laying on the in. couch sleeping. That's a that's another play on like a Malcolm in the middle shot. They used to do a lot of those in that show too. Or they'd have a mid-level out of focusness. 
I don't remember like, specific- a, like the depth of field is like really bizarre because right. you know they to have the kids in the background in focus and him in the foreground and then that mid ground be out of I don't know I don't know if they it it's was a good point I, I never, don't know if it was just an effect that they were doing maybe like you're saying Chase <laughs> to mimic Malcolm in the middle or mm-hmm. if there's because it almost the blur almost looked like when Quicksilver moves around like when he's doing his super speed like that blur, it kind of had that flavor to it. So I didn't know if there's anything to it or I'm just being a little too hypersensitive. That's a good point. The, the first thing I thought of immediately was Malcolm. I mean, there were so many, um, you know, throwbacks to that show. And I was like, oh yeah, remember that? Cause that was, that was a shot they did all the time. And speci- you know, the, the depth perception, I guess I never really noticed as much in the show, but just that close up of, of having someone right there, like that was like immediately, yep, I know what they're yeah. doing. They're just playing off that show. I don't know if it's just because I, do editing so mm-hmm. like i was just a little more sensitive to it but then the other thing i noticed too and maybe you guys can answer this because i never watched i don't even think i ever saw an episode of malcolm in the middle but when um i forget is uh who's wiccan is that billy or tommy yeah i believe so billy billy sure. yeah so so then in that scene after um wanda and vision have like they're having their little kind of tiff and then he turns to the camera to say like they're they've been having troubles lately or whatever when he breaks the fourth wall and he's talking to the camera quicksilver actually turns and is looking at him watching him talk to the camera where his brother is just looking straight ahead because usually my memory of like the breaking the fourth wall is that everyone else in the scene is just doing like doing their thing they're not noticing that that's how they're not reacting to the the fourth wall but i noticed that quicksilver was actually watching him as he's doing the break of the fourth wall so i didn't know if that was like kind of that quicksilver like really knows everything kind of that's going on and which other things he says throughout the episode lead me to believe that as well but well that uh that brings up another gripe i have with the episode is Mm. that um so when quicksilver and i'm jumping ahead towards the end of the episode which uh, we can jump around uh, all we need to but um when he sits her down in the middle of town square, he's like, Hey, you can talk to me. And how did you do this? And all this stuff. He's kind of revealing there that he, he may not know what's going on completely, but that something's going on. And, and the the thing that bugged me about that too, is that, um, you know, we've done the thing where someone has kind of thrown her off of whatever track she's trained to thought she's on or whatever. And she kind of stares off into the distance or looks down and like, just gets confused and she does that it, it felt like she did that two or three times this episode and i'm like we get it um she's you know she's playing her character she's believing it too much and then somebody says something to take her out of it uh it just felt like we're just reminding you know the viewers of what we wowed them with uh, episodes beforehand you know the little spots where she would uh break out a character and get distracted we're doing it more and more in this episode. And again, really to know, again, it, it's like, it's almost like this episode was just a fun little reminder of how fun the series is, but really didn't do anything new with those. What do you think, Marvin? I mean, I, I think that's just, I, I think that's just sort of furthering the whole idea that we don't, we don't really know yeah. what her de- what her situation is. She does seem genuinely um, shocked by what's going on sometimes. So I think it's just sort of deepening that, that mystery, you know, that there's no, like you kind of expect after the last couple, like, okay, like you kind of suspect that maybe we've been tricked and she knows what's going on all the time, you know, but then kind of reminding us in this one that maybe not, you know, like she doesn't totally know what's going on. So 
I don't know. I it was a it's a short episode. Nothing about it bothered me, and it you know it furthers it in that you see what uh, what what Pietro is like. You spend a whole episode with with him, and he's clearly her bro. He's her brother. Yeah, you know, like he has the. It's not the, it's not the Fox uh, X Men Quicksilver. It's her brother with a different face. <laughs> well, or someone pretending to be him that knows. Well, again, I mean, you know, he could have been plucked. I mean, I mean, again, not to get too nerdy on you. This, this is me doing the the door at the 45 degree angle thing. But like my theory on him was he is, he is the Quicksilver from those X-Men movies. That's another universe. He was plucked over here and kind of in doing so in that whole process, she got his, 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 the memory of her real brother from this universe kind of, in his head do you remember zero hour did you read zero hour marvin oh, so yeah. like how hawkman had all these different versions and they just merged them all together and then mm-hmm. he had some memories from it was, a, it was a wackadoodle combination of all the different universes i think that's what's i think that's kind of what we're looking at with him uh yeah. the same thing with his look i think because his hair kind of and and good and good in doing so because the marvel quicksilver looked a lot better i thought just his hair looked more natural like you know not not like it was done in a, you know, amateur makeup play, you know, but um, anyway. You may be right. I don't know that we'll get a definitive answer on that, though. I kind of suspect they're just going to leave it. You know, he can't she pulled him from somewhere and he has yeah. I mean, the what threw me off was that he remembers being shot down, you know, being shot down in the street. Right. I thought well, that was a pretty definitive, like, this is that Quicksilver, not Mar- not Fox's Quicksilver, you know, but you're, you may be right. I mean, it could just be a jumble of uh, what she scraped together from the multiverse and he's got various memories and stuff. We'll see. We'll see. And again, I'm, I'm happy with all of it. I, you know, and, and the, the character was a lot of fun, even though he, you know, he's, he's not my favorite version of Quicksilver um, by any means. Like Marvin, uh, just real quick too. You missed it last week. We did a dis or that, which version, of Quicksilver, do you prefer the Marvel MCU version or the fake uh, X Men version? Uh, do you have an answer on that? Do you have a preference? Oh, I prefer the Marvel, the MCU version. Yeah. Really? Wow, interesting. I think you're the only one. It was you, me, and you. <laughs> Everybody else liked the X Men phony one, right? Absolutely. Uh, Evan Peters one. Evan Peters, like, baby. And now, mm. you know, Chase is going to go all Tom Holland on me. I, I have nothing uh. against the actor. I'm not blaming him. I'm just saying, like the way he was you know, uh, written and portrayed and the way his powers were and so, yeah. you know, I like the Marvel version all, all more that, that much better, but it felt like they kind of, you know, adapted that and made, they're going to make him more like that if he survives this, uh, which will be interesting too. If, if he actually does, you know, um, for all we know, again, she could, she, he could be a figment of her imagination and not neither version. That's kind of how I was feeling with this too. It's just like, this is her recreation of him. And it, this person is whoever this is, whether it's actually him or not, this person is dead. Yep. And um, kind of like what we saw, what happened with vision who tries to leave this hex. Yep. Um, I'd imagine the same thing would probably happen to him um because we and so she sees that flash of him as a corpse for a second it's like okay this this whoever this this person is dead interesting too do you think now when vision tries to push through did you interpret that as he was being just sucked back in and pieces of him are like coming off as he's being pulled back in or that he's just he's deteriorating 
because he can't, he's not real outside of the bubble. Yeah. That's yeah, that's deteriorating. And at first I thought, oh, he's being pulled. Wait, hold on. And I thought he he doesn't, he's, this is just her doing this. And outside of this, it just doesn't exist. Right. Well, I think it, it was, it almost seemed like a combo because that first piece of his shoulder comes off and it, it flies back into the wall. But right. then towards the end, he just, yeah, he just starts to disintegrate and yeah. you don't see that motion anymore of like the pieces flying backwards. So I don't that know. That definitely, and I, again, I, I thought it was really neat how when she expanded the bubble or expanded the hex, how it's overtaking. I mean, the guys that got jumped, now they're revealed to be clowns. Yeah, that, was, that was such a great scene. I loved it. The ones that got beat up by Darcy, they're clowns. Um, and I mean, it's great it, writing to make it a circus. Right, yeah. Like, right, that, that's right. so great. And that helicopter that was going off turns into a balloon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that was all neat stuff. The car dealership too was really, I mean, how, you know, went straight night. I mean, so that, that was all really cool. And I liked, um, you know, Darcy's now sucked in there. So we're going to get, but again, we're going to get like a two thousands version of her next week. So she probably won't have changed at all. (laughs) That's a good point. Yeah. I wonder if they'll have her in the, uh, have her like the two broke girls. Oh, wow. I know. I know. She could be because that was in the two thousands. Yep. That would be funny if she's like a waitress at a coffee shop right, or something. Right. Uh, oh yeah, man. They, That'd be they, meta. Have, they have to do that. That's, that's really good. Um, so I had another question on uh, what do you guys thought about? So especially with the, with the hex expanding, it seems like, you know, Wanda is like just so powerful, like super powerful, but in her bubble in this hex area on the outskirts, the people slowly get less and less active to where on the very outskirts, they're just stationary. They're like just statues. So I have two, two, two things. So one, are those people always just statues standing there? So, but then whenever she changes the time period or whatever, their look just changes. So these real people are just being forced to basically be inanimate. Or is it she, it's just, she's created this area around her. So when she moves, that's what activates the people. Mm-hmm. But it, it just seems weird to me that if she has all that power, why everyone wouldn't just be, you know, at least functionally moving mm-hmm. around. Marvin, what do you think? I think, I think it's that when she's thinking of you, you're under you're you're under her control and you're fully fleshed out like didn't we talk about in the comics when her when she would leave her kids with the babysitter the babysitter would freak out it's like that like the 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 stuff like it gets vague when she when you're at the far edge of town she just has you under her control but she doesn't have enough focus on you to give you a fully fleshed out role you know like you're just stuck kind of right and I, I think too, what backs that up is that, so as vision left, you know, he started to get a couple blocks away and he saw people that were kind of animated, but they were, but they weren't really making any progress. And that woman was, you saw the tear coming down her eyes. She just stuck out there, just slowly hanging that thing and acting, not hanging it back and forth. She's in, in like a mid ground because she's nearby. One is only a couple blocks away. She could turn down that block at any moment. And then the further out he got, people are just straight up statue mode and not not doing anything. Yeah, I guess my only my only uh, point of contention on that theory is that then wouldn't you think that as you get further and further away, the 
the set dressing would change as well. It's like, they're all like, you know, exactly how you would look in whatever time period, whatever, you know, they're all wearing Halloween costumes. All the houses are all done up in Halloween. It just, it's just, it's just a weird. I don't think so. Because again, you're talking about, I mean, like if it, an, an inanimate object, it's just a, a one-time change. So she can kind of just, you know, I want everything like the nineties. And even if she doesn't subconscious or even, even if she only subconsciously knows what a nineties car dealer look dealership looks like, it's going to appear like that just because she chose to want it. But when you're talking about like people, I'm thinking she's wanting them to behave a certain way or say certain things. And that's going to be more, a little bit more control, or especially mm-hmm. too. If, I mean, you never know, they might be trying to resist or they might be, you know, just have a natural will to, to, to not act a certain way. All right, I will accept your answer. I also do. I need to. I need to complicate this further because keep in mind, like Agnes in that in the seventies um, episode, seemed to even the eighties episode. She seemed to know, um, you know, like they were getting nervous when you know they were Wanda wasn't around, and they were they were talking about you know well there's what she doing in there you know like they so they kind of there's probably a little bit of free will going on. But that may have changed when, you know, she had that in the invader come in and knocked her out. So maybe she's like starting just to put a tighter leash on people with these later episodes. I was going to say, I think she kind of spelled out. I think it was last episode. It was where she's fighting with vision, where he accuses her of control. He knows what's going on. And she, she says kind of mockingly, like, you think I could be controlling all this, making people walk their dogs and go to the dentist and like about the toll it would take. Like that's the limitation is like, she can do it, but you know, it gets pretty vague as you get out toward the edge of town. Like, it's just like Joe said, like, oh, it's nineties and you're doing Halloween stuff and yeah, you know, just stand there. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. So bringing up the, the, subject of agnes do you guys think she was actually trying to leave and she got because that's like right at that road that wanda says you can't go past so she's right at that intersection so do you think she had enough cognitive ability you know out of wanda's range and she tried to make it and then that's when she just froze there and then vision kind of kicked started her back up again and then she turned around and went back See, me personally, I'm drawing a blank on Agnes because this is my last gripe with this episode is that, um, I mean, I really like her and I think, I mean, I like, I like Wanda too. I like Vision, I like, you know, everybody on the show, but she's one of my favorite just kind of characters and just watching her closely for clues and all this stuff. And so again, I mean, it, there may be a clue there with her, but it just seems like they kind of put her on pause this episode. Um, and I thought for sure Again, the, the, there were geniuses the way they cut the all the previews for this episode because it seemed like that conversation with Vision was going to go a lot different. It's almost like she was teasing him about being dead and laughing at him, ha ha, right. you know, like, oh, she's evil. But the way it was, she's presenting this episode, it just it casts a lot of doubt on that. I mean, she may just be a victim in all this. I mean, uh, well, she was very relieved to see Vision. She mm-hmm. thought like right, he was right. going to save her. But yeah, again, she she just doesn't seem like she's the instigator behind it. Again, it could all be red herring, but but I was almost like, uh, I mean, I'm gonna be let down if there's not some big reveal to her that we did not guess or did not see coming. Even if she is Agatha Harkness, I'm fine with that. But I mean, if if it's just nothing and she's just you know another sword agent in the in the making, I'm gonna be kind of let down. But um, but yeah, as far as her, I mean, I think clearly she knows 
what's going on. Um, it probably is a clue that she was out there by herself. Uh, yeah, because I mean, she's uh, she's just like a couple doors down from Wanda and Vision, and like, one so she's thing, a neighbor, so she had no reason to be driving all the way out there. Right, and 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 now that you mention it too, because she was right where Vision tried to go out, which was right on the other side of the hex where the sword agents were. So you never know. She could have been there like, you know, trying to reinforce them keeping out or, or trying to, I mean, who knows what she was up to if she was up to something over there. Um, she may have been just a victim trying to escape. She may be a perpetrator just trying to, you know, keep, keep people out or, you know, mess with those people out there. Who knows? Great, great, uh, great line of line of questioning there, Don. Why, thank you. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that brings me to a good this or that then. Um, I think we did a couple weeks ago. Marvin, uh, you missed out on it. So uh, we'll do one just for you real quick. This or that, would you, w- would you prefer and or do you see Wanda be coming out of this as a villain or as a hero that's been controlled and she's a victim and she's going to emerge a hero or – that she turns out, yeah, she's behind this after all, and she's a villain. Mm, I think I answered some version of this, but it was just as simple as, do I prefer her as a hero or a villain? Yeah. I mean, I, I as far as how the show goes, I, I, I hope Monica's right and that it's more complicated than, you know, I don't think she's going to be cut and dried. She's evil now, you know? Like, I think it's going to be that she's, this is her dealing with her grief and, it's gotten way out of hand and I'm more and more, I think there's not, there's not anybody else behind it. It's going to just be, Holy shit. She's way more powerful than we, right. She was. And this is, you know, what she's going through is this, this big, but I don't know. That didn't really answer your question. Did it? <laughs> well, you know, which would you prefer? I would prefer that she not be evil. Like, Wanda's evil now. I'd prefer that it be complex and Monica was right about her. She's, Yep. Doing, the, doing this, but she doesn't mean to. Wow. I think, uh, Don, Chase, you were both voting evil, right? I was definitely voting evil. <laughs> no, I voted good. Oh, you did? <laughs> yeah. I couldn't remember I that. Chase, good. what did you say? I, I'm I, I'm trying to think now because this episode, uh, I'm kind of with Marvin now, like, cause, and I think that's what this episode showed me most was just that um, I thought the same thing where I'm like, holy shit, she is – super powerful and i think beyond even what she thinks or even knows and um and i think that's really what we saw is just the the cracks here of like hey she she does she has no clue and so um i i'm i'm kind of leaning more towards that now and like that's kind of the outcome and i'm i'm fine with that i think it would be it'd be really cool because clearly i mean she has no idea of what's happening um and i think i mean you could really have a lot of fun with that so um yeah i would say good yeah i mean it it almost kind of in some ways parallel kind of a Bucky kind of storyline of where, you know, he was seen as evil. He was good, then evil, then came back to the, to the light. It's just in the eye of uh, the beholder here, right? That's what's great about Marvel. I mean, I'm full on. um, I almost want her to be like a big bad for the next, uh, next phase, you know, like among, among them, you know, and she, and she could be, and that would be, that would, I mean, I, I do see the side of it that for Elizabeth Olsen's sake, like for, to see her like do more and get, you know, get to like, I don't know. I don't want to say stretch, you know, like to get, I don't know what I'm trying to say here, but as an actress, you know, like to see her, you know, get a meteor part. 
yeah like she she gets to do way more stuff like this show is already huge for giving her way more to do but like yeah. if she's if she's the villain in doctor strange or if she's the big bad they build to for the next phase then yeah that would be great for her and I, that 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 could still be gray that's still very in line with the comics you know if they did that for a while and then she's redeemed and they're already kind of setting something like that up anyways with this friction with sword i mean it's like they're kind of laying the groundwork for that and if i could see that and like it just kind of escalates and then it you know moves into the next you know you know time we see her outside of the show yeah all right and then this is the other this or that um so Quicksilver showing up at the end of last episode was kind of this big shocker. And I mean, it felt like that was the, that was the big, the biggest moment or surprise moment of this series so far. Um, so I'm curious again, there's a lot, I, I, there's a, a lot of enjoyment with that, but I think that also triggered all this speculation. Like everyone's expecting some other big reveal to, to appear, you know, I've heard, I'm again, people just, picking things you know, that, that doorknob you know behind don is uh <laughs> it's a hexagon <laughs> so that's iron man's coming back to life i mean they're making yeah. the logic leaps that one would not believe so my thing is this or that do you want to see another quote-unquote resurrection in this or do you think i mean you know let's not get let's, let's not get let's not get carried away guys you know i don't think i don't think you need it uh, I, I agree. Yeah. Me, I'm almost like, all right, we, we have our big return for lack of a better term with him. Um, I don't want to see, you know, I don't want, I don't want to see vision die again. We've seen him die enough. Like, okay. But I think it's, you know, well, now that we we've seen him outside the hex, like, okay, so he really is gone. So, well, see with him, you have an out though, given that he's, I mean, a robot. I mean, again, if, if his mechanical body is still there, you don't necessarily need a soul gem to animate him. You know, you can, mm. you can give him just like they did in the comics. He's rebooted. He doesn't have any personality or anything, even the same. White. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> I, I love that version of vision. Um, but uh, so that you have an out on that, but I'm just talking about characters being plucked out of reality. And I'll give you a hint, like, so Ultron, right. I'm hearing like, Oh, this is somehow Ultron's behind all this. And it, that, you know, he was the toaster and shit like that, you know, so I don't know. And uh, you know, I, I, I'm voting. No, I think Marvin's voting. No, I, I don't want any, I, I don't want the series to have to rely on another moment like that at the same time too. I don't want people to be all whiny and complaining like, Oh, the, the finale came and went and they didn't bring back Iron Man or they didn't bring, you know, daredevil didn't show up, you know, which I would love that, but I mean, he's, he's not dead, but. I think there's plenty going on. I think they've got, like, I think what they've got set up is really, right. really compelling. And I, I mean, I'm really impressed with it's so much more than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. You know, I agree. I agree. I, I do. I do love the series. I mean, I, I love the episode. Um, I mean, or, I mean, I love all the episodes uh, so far. I really liked seeing her in that costume. I thought that was great. Vision, mm -hmm. running, great. Yeah, Vision running around and in, in his, in his deal uh, was awesome um i don't know marvin what do you or don what do you think uh i don't mind if they wanted to do one more like not resurrect somebody but just bring another character in um i think it's pretty certain that in the finale there is going to be uh another you know whether we want to call it a cameo or appearance of someone else um based on a bunch of interviews with paul bettany 
yeah. um, and, and about the finale. So there, I, I'm pretty sure there's going to be one more for, for that finale. Do you want to, so, do you want to say who that is or, or do you, I mean, I Marvin seems to be surprised by that. So I don't want to spoil. No, I was going to ask Don, I've heard, I've heard that he said that I'm, I'm just wondering if this is what you're talking about. I've heard that Paul Bettany said, he's like psyched because he got to do, he got to work with an actor. He's always wanted to do a scene with, is that what you're talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you want to say who you think that is? Go ahead. Uh, Spoiler alert, everybody, but but I have no idea. (laughs) I mean, it would just, to me, it would just be guessing, you know, based Uh, on all the stuff. I mean, I didn't read the comics, but I would say based on the house of M, like if it was a Ian McKellen, like a Magneto showing up, I could see that happening. Um, you know, if they're going to do parentage of, of Wanda and Pietro, Pietro, mm-hmm. um, as, yeah. as following the comics. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. That would be my guess. Yeah. I didn't think of that. That, 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 so, that. It, yeah, just, it, it comes down to, I mean, who do you think Paul Bettany would really want to work with for all we I know, know. talking about some cameraman like, man, you know, yeah, that's a good point. Alexa Rodriguez is the best camera operator that I have ever worked yeah. to work with her for a long time. You know? We know it wasn't Evan Peters. So, Oh, the other clue was that he said he's never worked with this actor before. Right. Yeah. Um, and, but I think he's worked with Ian McKellen before. I forget what movie it was. I could see it being uh Benedict, Benedict uh, Cumberbatch uh, and Dr. Strange shows up at the yeah, end. That would make, that would make sense. Setting did up he the, not, did, is there no, there's no overlap where vision is in the same scene. as No, Dr. they never, yeah, they never work because together. Dr. Strange is in space. Oh, he's in Tony. space. Yeah. 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 Okay. Point. Well, you know what? That actually, that, that makes a ton of sense. Yeah. You know, I but, mean, that's how, that's how, how Finn, that's but, how it ends. Right. Does it? Doctor Strange shows up to tell them, like, to. I'm gonna fix it all now. He talks her down, and then he tell, like, he tells them. Basically, he tells them, like, oh, she's messed up, <laughs> you know, like. <laughs> well, because wouldn't that wouldn't she fall under his purvey purview of the mystical arts? Isn't well, we that know that like... she's in she's in the next Doctor Strange movie too. So yeah. yeah, so I mean, since since they're the ones that are tasked with protecting the Earth from the you know, the mystical stuff, then that would make sense that he's showing up to, yep. you know, see what's yep. going on with this, especially if you, she's growing the, the hex. I think you cracked this case wide open, Don. Dang, Don. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever happens, if he shows up, I just hope he's in a suit this time. Not, not the, uh, not the robes and all that jazz. His cape. Isn't that like, like his cape? The cape's fine. The cape's fine. But oh, like, okay. I just remember there was one stretch of comics where he was wearing just a suit. And I mean, it was just so much more uh, like, you know, a suit and he, uh, he had a, in a suit and tie and he had the cape on uh, instead of the You're a sucker for a suit. He's more characters. of a, uh, yeah, I, I, he's more of a, um, you know, a professional. Oh, are, you okay. of Man- are you thinking of Mandrake? <laughs> no, no, this, this is definitely Dr. Strange. Uh, Chase, did you get to answer that? Any uh, surprise, you know? Surprise! Go. directions or 
I heard the same thing Don did, but Don, I, I couldn't have picked a better guess. I'll, I'll pro- I'd probably go with that too. And I'll change my answer. That's cool. I would, I'd be down with that. If that's, that was my guess. Talk about. Gonna steal well, Allen. What are you giving him all credit for? No, 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 no. Do- I, no the Dr. Totally Strange thing that we arrived at. Yeah. yeah. I, I, will I be sold curious. it though, Joey. Yeah, he did. Um, I would be, I would be curious to see which, which more of the, you know, the X-Men universe people, you know, come over. Cause now that it's, it's all under one umbrella. And I, I've seen all these theories now that uh, you know, they're going to explain it with the, you know, with all these infinity stones and this cosmic background radiation, that's what's triggering all these mutants. And that, so now that they can actually explain them as opposed to calling them enhanced, like they did in, uh, was it Age of Ultron when they first introduced um, her and uh, Pietro? Yeah, because they, they, they weren't they allowed weren't, to use mutants. They were enhanced. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I'm not letting anybody go on this. We still don't know who this uh, physicist or aerospace engineer or whatever that they were talking about. There were some theories that some people had like, oh, that must mean somebody like Reed Richards or Dr. Doom or whatever. And I thought it was just her. She thought like... I know, I happen to know someone who could do it. Like she's talking about Darcy. So again, I mean, we'll, we'll see what happens there, but uh, there's still that hanging out. Like that we're going to get some other surprise. Uh, well, do you think that's going to be the person delivering her vehicle to her in the next episode? Cause remember she, she got the, she got the message and said, Oh, yeah. oh the vehicle's ready. We got to go meet them over the hill or whatever. And so I'm thinking that that might be, that could possibly be, a delivery from that engineer so maybe not that particular engineer is there but right well somebody working with them so at least a hint on who it was listen i'll eat my words if if it's reed richards but uh that seems, that seems like kind of a i don't know I've, that'd I've be a weird way to introduce it i know yeah, like kind of a he, he deserves better you know like he, <laughs> yeah yeah trust yeah I, i'm with you yeah, he's he's like the what's his name in James Bond Q not Q but uh, who's the guy that makes all his t- gadgets? It's Q. Is it Q? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That would turn Reed Richards into just like the Q character. Yeah, he. Like, hey, he, we just need you to build this truck. <laughs> Morgan Freeman and Batman. He just he's got that one scene where he's like, all right, well here's a, here let me solve all your problems. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> There's yeah, all these I mean, one-time use gadgets that'll solve just the uh, yep. scenario you're gonna wander into. <laughs> And they could prove me wrong if Reed Richards shows up and it's him. And, you know, they, I mean, based on whatever, everything else Marvel does, it, they may handle it beautifully. And I may mm-hmm. be yeah. saying, oh, I was wrong. It was cool, you know, yeah. but I, I don't think it's him. Yeah. Well, we got two more to go, right? Yeah. Six, we got two seven more. and eight. No, it's, a, it's nine episodes. Oh, there's nine? Yeah. Oh, okay. So Are we have three more. Sure. Well, let me let's check. <laughs> I think you're right because we looked this up. It goes to like March 5th, right? I believe March 5th, I think, was the last episode. Because then what you have another week, I think, and then it's Falcon and Winter Soldier. Soldier. I thought that's what we found out. Now, remember, they did release two episodes in the first week. I don't know if that throws off any kind of original schedule that was out there. Yeah. And you still need to give uh, Marvin the Mandalorian this or that, Joe. I don't think he was there for that one. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh no! It sounds like this is going to be a real tough. <laughs> this is it is. Or- it is. <laughs> is it Mandalorian or this? That's right. We all we all have to go through it, Marvin. Oh. <laughs> Which is better, Mandalorian seasons one and two, or WandaVision? Everything thus far. 
No, you said you gave it to the whole season for WandaVision. Well, yeah, well, yeah. Well, I mean, but yeah. you don't, I mean, assuming it's an, un, it's the rest an unknown of the quantity, is yeah. Good, yeah. Man, I don't want to answer. <laughs> That's what I said. <laughs> oh, I but feel he bad. Did. But he did. Everybody, I did answer it, yeah. We all answered. It was tough. Guess but... what, Marvin? Everyone said WandaVision. When you're not around, Star Wars isn't just as important. No, 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 Marvin. And I, I, and I, I just, you know, I preface that with like, I feel like I was more of the Star Wars guy. Clearly, I love Marvel, but I, I had more, I've had more history with Star Wars and felt more of an affinity towards it. But in terms of what we've seen so far, it's just, you know, and I, I think, I think the point I used to was just the, the filler episodes we had with Mando. Like they were, they were all great. Ep- like there were some great episodes and then there were some like, okay. But with these, I've just felt they've all been pretty strong. Yeah. There were yeah. some great episodes and then there were the ones where Boba Fett was not around. I feel like, uh, I feel like I have to say WandaVision. See? Yeah. I, I, it really is. I mean, like I'm, I just watched one and I'm all hyped right now, but I, I really do think it it lives up to the promise of this Marvel TV stuff, you know, like I really did not think it would be this cool. Like I hope Falcon and Winter Soldier is up to the challenge of right being this impressive, you know, like that's one of the things that I, yeah, we, we brought up last week too. It's that uh, I'm, I'm almost worried like that, epi- that, that series is going to feel like a letdown if it's just straight up action, you know, I mean, I mean, again, I, I can't, I can't see them ever doing anything wrong. They, they, they know so much about what they're doing and they do such great content and such great stories that I, I don't see Marvel messing anything up, but. Uh, Have you seen the latest trailer for Falcon Winter Soldier? I don't think I don't think I've seen one past the Super Bowl, uh, okay. but I've been trying to avoid them too because I don't I don't want to. I mean, again, that's like I, I'm repeating myself, but that's that's my favorite family of characters, you know. Like, and Baron Zemo was like the first villain that I remember reading in like the 70s. So we're going back to the 70s. I had a record uh, of a Captain America and the Falcon comic, and it was the first appearance of that Baron Zemo character. He called himself the Phoenix then. But it it told the origin story of the original Baron Zemo and whatever. And I read that comic book and I learned to read reading that comic book. And I, I listened to that record. And so Baron Zemo is one of my favorite villains. I just got the pop of him from the Falcon and Winter Soldier right there on my shelf. So I'm, I'm looking forward to him being back. Again, I felt like he was kind of underserved in Civil War. I'm glad they're going to get to do a more of a comic booky version of him and I'm looking forward to that series. I just, again, it's like WandaVision is so good that I'm going to mm-hmm. be like, man, am I not coming away with it? Just thinking about it for hours, trying to unwrap what I just saw, you know? It'll definitely be a kind of a gear shift, you know, for, I, it, I mean, it's almost gotta be right. Like nothing else is going to be this. Oh yeah. Yeah. It, it looks, it looks great. I'm, I'm optimistic. The winter soldier was great. Civil war was great. And they were both great for different reasons. So, I mean, again, if they, if they, they have plenty to work with. I just, um, you know, I, I'm looking forward to finding out, but, uh, but man, WandaVision has been great. Even though that this episode wasn't be mine. Lucky land casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha. In my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. 
As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Yes. <laughs> lucky land casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky lucky in line at the deli i guess aha in my dentist's office more than once actually do i have to say yes you do in the car before my kids pta meeting really yes excuse me what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky i never win and tell well there you have it you could get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com play for free right now are you feeling lucky no purchase necessary void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details as humans we're naturally driven by the search for better but when it comes to hiring the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all don't search match with indeed when i was looking to hire someone it was so slow and overwhelming I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.